who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible, Kardashian edition, Kardashian terribleness. I am your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. Joining me today, another terrible person, one of my colleagues, one of my peers from No Filter, Just Plain Zach, Mr. Zach Peters. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am good. I'm like lonely and horny in quarantine, but I'm great. Turn on some Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That'll help you. That's it. We're done. Oof. It is like a sex tape on my TV. It is. So let's talk about this. Guys, today we're going to talk about the Kardashians. You know, they announced that they're leaving. So I wanted to kind of give you guys a whole terrible episode dedicated to these women after 14 years and 20 seasons. The Kardashians and Jenners are saying goodbye to the E! reality series, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I guess we're all caught up. To our amazing fans, it is with heavy hearts that we made the difficult decision as a family to say goodbye. And after what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and numerous spinoff shows, we are beyond grateful to all who have watched us for all these years. Zach, what are your thoughts about this? We're losing... This iconic reality show, this iconic TV series. I know the Kardashian family is probably the most terrible family of of like American pop culture. However, well, I mean, I guess that's debatable. But I mean, I feel like they're the most hated in America for sure. I've been the biggest like Kardashian stan and I've watched like every single episode and even watching some of them back recently. You can tell like this show was never really great. Like if you watch it back, you can tell how much of it was like scripted or produced. Um, And I love to hate every single season. And I Absolutely. It's very structured. There's always a happy ending and there's always like a lesson. See, and that's why I also kind of hate why everybody's like, Chris Jenner needs to join Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now. That'll never happen because she's like somebody that's just too produced and too aware of her surroundings on television that like that's something that would never work. Like I think the Kardashians, their reality TV era altogether is just done and they're all moving on. And I also don't think that she would be up for it. She's way too expensive. She would probably want like $15 million a season or something. No, it it shaped what we know reality TV to be today. Like at the beginning, you had like the of love shows, like The Bachelor and The Flavor of Loves. And like that was reality TV. And you had the Osbournes, but like the, the Kardashians are really the ones that like turned the game into what it is now. And I think that's why so many people hate them because it came from like a sex tape and they just happen to capitalize it. And that's why, you know, they're morally terrible. Yeah, well, let's start with the sex tape. I mean, it's Kim Kardashian and Ray J, Brandy's little brother, as we all know him as. Not very Uh, little, though. I know, right? Kim did reveal in the last year or two that she was actually on ecstasy during that sex tape. Yeah. Did you actually watch it? I saw clips of it. I, I don't think I've ever really watched the sex tape. I think I saw like, I don't know, like a 30 second clip of it. And I was like, I'm not turned on by this. I've seen several 30-second clips, but I haven't seen it in its entirety. How long is this film? It's got to be at least an hour. Who, Who films themselves having sex for an hour? Well, they don't have sex the entire time. They're out at the pool. They're talking. I guess. You know, they're kissing. She's undressing for them. It's kind of like, have you ever seen the Paris one? No, I probably like 30 seconds of that one. So I've seen the Paris one in its entirety. And that one, it starts off with her by herself, like 
filming herself in her closet, you know, in her bra and basically setting herself up for the whole night. Kim and Chris say it all the time, we just got really lucky. None I think us- they did. They I think did. they really did just get lucky and they just capitalized. Like, if you think about it, like the Kardashians were so tacky at the beginning of it. They put their name on everything, every single ice cream shop opening. They put their name on like a credit card that was terrible that people hated. They became so popular and people loved to hate them. And that love for hating them is what ultimately made them so famous. I mean, these are some of the most beautiful women in the world. By definition, by magazine covers, by capitalization, by beauty standards, I mean, some of the most beautiful women. Well, let's talk about the beginning episodes. This is a case for the FBI. Oh, that was one of my favorites. Courtney's nude photos were leaked. It was definitely iconic. This is season one right here. This is a case for the FBI. That was the season one finale, and it was so, like... Because we started the season off with Kim's sex tape and turning that into Playboy. And then you have the whole, you're doing amazing, sweetie. And like, that was like a cute moment. But we ended that season with Courtney's sex scandal because clearly they're like, well, if Kim's sex scandal is going to work, let's exploit Courtney's. And it was from photos from when she was 17 that her boyfriend took of her and was threatening to leak. And they were like, oh, and I remember they went crazy and Kris Jenner got her gun out. And then they're like, this is a case for the FBI. (laughs) It was like so bad. And she was underage, so it was a big deal. So they did call the authorities, but this was something different. I think the Kim thing was something that they capitalized, and it obviously worked. They got a reality show out of it. But with the Courtney thing, Kim was like, I feel personally responsible for this. I don't want you to go through what I went through. It was the first time that we got to see the Kim ugly crying face without all the Botox in it. Well, just to touch on your amazing, sweetie, to stay on season one, what pissed me off and what was so terrible about Kim back then was that she didn't own it back then. Like Lisa Renna, she did not own it. She did the Playboy shoot. We heard that you're doing the amazing, sweetie. She cried in the dressing room. Then she put on the pearls. And then when you actually bought the Playboy, you saw her titties. You saw everything. Yeah, you saw everything. She actually posed, but she acted like she didn't pose on the show. Like Hef was really going to have you be in the magazine with a bunch of pearls and a bathing suit. Like, girl, get out of here. It's Playboy. She knew what she was signing up for. Chris knew what she was signing up for. Like, it was just, it was all the Just image. like Chris knew what she was getting in for when they said, look, the tape is out there. You might as well sign this and put a beautiful cover on it and make money on it. And she was like, fine, I'll do that to my daughters. <laughs> Terrible. It worked out though. It I mean, totally I would, I would hope that if there's ever a sex tape that leaks of me, my mother comes in and negotiates a good enough deal for me because I want to be a Kardashian. Don't be fucking rude. Are you kidding me? I Stop. swear to God, Stop. don't be fucking what are you doing? Thing on me. I'll fucking hurt you. Don't do that. Stop. Oh my god. Don't be fucking rude. <laughs> First of all, I have the smoker's cough, so I apologize for that. Yeah, you got cum stuck in your throat. Something. It's cum, phlegm, Ramona Pino Grigio. <laughs> the perfect Corona cocktail. Don't be fucking rude was one of my favorite first iconic terrible moments just because we got to see the siblings fight. You know, siblings fight and they fight all the time on the show. But this was like the first physical fight and it was amazing. And it's been resurrected now into modern pop culture. Everyone's done a TikTok on it, including the Jonas Brothers. 
So funny. What do you think about this? I think what makes it even more terrible isn't just that we saw the siblings fight, but it was what they were fighting about. And it was fighting about Kim's Bentley, her custom Bentley that she was getting and how she's like, you guys are just jealous of me because I have a Bentley. And they're just like in Rob's like one bedroom studio city apartment or his apartment (laughs) in the valley and they're in there like fighting over kim's bentley and she's just like i've made it and you're over here in valley village you are so jealous that you cannot get a bentley and you're trying to ruin my moment for me are you joking so get away you jealous psycho Oh, that's when Chloe had her old face. Let's talk about the terrible stylings. Yeah, it wasn't Dorit and Erica Jane glam. Absolutely not. Who do you think had the worst style back then? Oof, uh, I think Chloe had the worst style. Still has the worst style. I was going to say, that would translate into modern times now. She never had great style. She just really did. And she didn't know how to like dress for her bodies. I don't know about you, but like I had the biggest crush on Rob. Um, when he... <laughs> When he was dating Adrian, that was like his like most, that was his sexy, when he was like a USC student dating Adrian Bailon and he was always just like with his shirt out and you could see his nipples and his tattoos. Like that was like great. And I mean, speaking of Adrian, he also got like that terrible tattoo of her name on his body right before they broke up. Oh my God. Speaking of terrible, do you remember when he pretended to slap her in front of the family? You know, but I think he's he's good in bed. I think he is. I think I didn't. I think Rob's got a big dick. Really? Yeah. He's always alluded to that. Actually, they they play in my jam. Oh my god, the jam! That's my jam. What a fucking terrible thing we all have. Oh, I loved it though. It was so bad and so cringy, but it was like such a bop. Oh my god! Are you ready for this? Two words. Bruce Jenner. I would have more sympathy for her if she didn't transition and become a total twat. Like oh my she God, she's so terrible. Was the most terrible of anyone in that family when she became Caitlyn. She it was still like, is. Like you had like, you know, sympathy for Bruce because the girls and the kids would always kind of pick on yes. Bruce. But once Bruce became Caitlyn, Caitlyn was just like, I'm going to be a bitch and I'm just going to fuck you all over because I think she thought that she was going to be big and bad after the show. Whatever she said, not cool. Remember when she launched her spinoff, I Am Kate, and then there was just like a whole episode where she went to like a support or she went to some sort of like community group of trans women and they were all just like ripping her apart. (laughs) That was so bad. Yeah, it was like, it was literally... A little sit down of like 10 transgendered women. They all had awards and all these accolades. And they were like taking turns just fucking roasting her. It was like a circle jerk and they were just coming all over her face. And you're just like, whoa. And she's just taking it. Like these women really came for her. They really did come for her and they came on her. And Caitlin was the biscuit and... It was biscuits and gravy. Oh my God. Let's talk about Rita Ora's terrible. She could have actually launched her career even further. Kardashian brand. Yeah. You you are a British girl coming into America. You've had like four or five terrible singles. None of us have downloaded them on our iTunes. And you're over here pretending and being secretive with Rob. Girl, the show is a number one hit. And it was when Rob was hot too. Like there was no shame in dating Rob at that moment. And not that he's not hot now, but it was like when he was in his like confidence and prime moment. Yeah, there was no shame back then. Like she should have really came out. She could have been on camera with him. She could have launched her career, but instead she ended up being on the Fast and the Furious part 17. 
Mm-mm. Oh, I hate Black China. She is literally the most terrible. She tried to sue them like 19 times. Like she would try to sue them and it would get shot down. And then she would try to bring up another lawsuit and then another lawsuit and then like got their emails released to the public. It was crazy. Oh my God. And she still never won. Like she must have lost all of her money fighting them. Let's talk about Kim and Chris Humphreys. 72 days. <laughs> that was like... He was not a fit for that family at all. And she didn't love him. He wasn't mature. He did. I don't think he even really loved her either. And then he dragged out their divorce for like four years afterwards. Yeah, but you know what, though? I think she deserved everything she got from that situation because the way she treated him and the way she answered, she was manipulating that entire situation. She was the the puppeteer, and you know The fact that she didn't allow him to move his things into her house. Kylie Jenner just blew up. Blew up. Kendall who? Kendall who? And Kendall's a lesbian, by the way. Like, she needs to come out. Is she a lesbian? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she... We need a gay Kardashian. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, or she could, I could at least see her being bi. I could see Kara going down on Kendall. I could see them together. That yeah. could be a real possibility. I mean, she was also in like Taylor Swift's like, like circle. I'm pretty sure she like, you know, caught a finger from one of them. Some of them. She's not self-made. There's nothing self-made about Kylie Jenner. She's like self-made, but with the like white privilege and entitlement and money and like fame. She's self-made with the guidance of the most iconic social media experts that have paid the way and basically created our social media frenzy. I think motherhood brought out, brought out a different side. We got to get a little bit more corkisms from her. Stormy. Stormy she- baby. She is really like a good celebrity. Like she gives us en- enough. She doesn't even need like the card. Like the the Kardashian sisters needed the show in order to really stay relevant. Whereas like Kylie's never really been even on the show. She just really utilized the power of social media. Let's talk about Chloe and her mans. You know, I love the Chloe and Lamar era. Like, I was all about it. He wanted to be part of the shows. He wanted to be in that life. So I can see how troubling that was for her to try to keep his drug drug addiction and cheating under wraps. Like, when he later came out with the book and talked about how, like, he showed up at... Chloe showed up at some hooker's hotel and was, like, beating her up for sleeping with Lamar. I was like, why couldn't we have seen that on the show? But so that's where you understand where that marriage really broke down because, like, you have all of that going on and yet we never saw any of that on the show and so for her to really be hiding all of that you know he put her through some real terrible shit oh my god thank you so much for bringing that up chloe is just a badass terrible bitch i love her i wanted to see her beat up jordan woods like that chloe is the best kardashian she keeps it real she says what everybody's thinking and she has a good heart see chloe's never been my favorite Really? Who the hell is your favorite then? So my favorite has alternated, and you're going to hate these answers because oh they're God. terrible. I already know one of them is going to be Kim. Courtney and Kim. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, I could see it because she's so fucking terrible. How could you not love her? She's so dry. She's so monotone. She was awful to Scott. Like when you watch some of those scenes and you know, he wasn't great, but she was the worst to him. Like she was so mean. She was so mean. She wouldn't fuck him. She wouldn't include him anything. And she would kick him out all the time. Pregnant. 
What's up? I said she only fucked him to get pregnant, which she did successfully three times. The only times she ever slept with him. He's like, we slept together once. How are you pregnant again? And she's like, I don't know. She knew what she was doing. She knew she got on that dick when she was ovulating and took it like a champ and legs up in the air for the next three hours. Like, I can understand why she wants to leave the show now because like she gave us so much. Like the Kardashians would not have been what it was. It wouldn't have been as popular if we didn't have Kim, who was the household name chloe who was like the rowdy one and who would show her tits on camera and courtney who really just gave us everything like but courtney and scott like exploited everything like we literally see courtney pulling a baby out of her coochie Ugh. she's giving like literally magical baby out and that aired on television like it's crazy how much courtney gave us at the beginning like she really just gave us everything so when we see her now and she's like i don't want to talk about my 24 year old boyfriend yoons and i don't want to like share that part of my life anymore i think what made it so great at the beginning even though a lot of it was kind of self-produced they really went in and they went hard. You know what I mean? Where you see some other reality stars or other families that come on TV and they try to like filter a lot or they try to control who they're going to be on the show. And the girls always just gave everything. Well, you know what I think? I think also with them, they just realized there's always next season. Yeah. I think for some of the housewives, they need to take a page from this. They try to control the narrative so much. They they're like, I don't want to look like this. And it's like, you know what? You acted this way, have a bad season and then come back next season and redeem yourself. The issue with housewives though, is they don't have the control that the Kardashians do. Bravo holds whether they come or go. That's, they've never, I don't think they've ever really worried about, oh, are we going to come back next season? Like they've just always came back. And eventually they got so smart and savvy. And this is where I think the show kind of started to go downhill is they got smart and savvy with being able to control the rumor mill outside. So when there was a scandal that broke, they knew they could use the show to tell their side of the story however they wanted to. Chloe found love again. But I never really was on board with Tristan. He's, he always seemed shady to me. He always seemed opportunistic. And I did not like his family. His family seemed super opportunistic. Do you remember this baby shower for True? I remember the family was super opportunistic. I didn't love Tristan. I didn't think they were really going to last. The only reason I liked him was because he was hot. And then Tristan cheated on Chloe. There was footage of him out in the club making out with three Latinas. He's not willing to settle down. Absolutely not. Look at him. He's too young and he's too... He's got... It's too much. Yeah. Not even true. Not even little baby true. Who's so cute, by the way. No. And then he goes and then cheats on her again with Jordan Woods. Like, that's how you know when you're sleazy is when you start sleeping. And then there are the rumors about him fooling around with Larsa. That, like, you know, like, when you're dipping in the Kardashian pot, that's when you know it's real sleazy. So the fact that she's back with him now drives me nuts. But I did yeah. love, like, him and Kim Kardashian had, like, their little feud. And then he, like, blocked her on Instagram. Like, it oh, was, I thought that was so That great. was so petty. Yeah, Kim takes all that very serious. She's like, oh my God. I just went to unfollow him and he blocked me. I'm very much Kim when it comes to social media though. I'm like, he unfollowed me. I'm like, oh, hell no. Fuck him. I'm unfollowing him too. Kanye West is probably the one thing, if, if you could put together a perfect trifecta, that helped catapult Kim to where she is today. Really? He brought her to like a new level of fame. He really helped elevate her to a different level. 
Well, they were like the first couple ever featured on Vogue, which is kind yeah, of a big I mean, deal. Yeah, like they were the perfect. He was traditional celebrity. She was new money, new celebrity reality TV star that was becoming really successful. And then they kind of came together and just became like this perfect power couple that the world just fell in love with. And we're getting opportunities like Vogue. Like no other reality star like Kim Kardashian has ever been on the cover of Vogue. It led to Kim diving into this fog of diamonds and jewels. And she's like, I'm bringing all my jewelry to Paris. You know, Kanye got me this huge ring and I'm flashing it off in Paris. And it led to the darkest times of her life. She was robbed in Paris in that apartment that was showcased where they had that fitting for Yeezy. And then the guy came and grabbed the phone for me, threw me on the bed. And I was like, this is it. Three months later, 17 people were arrested. This was an orchestrated inside job. It took a lot of planning, weeks and even months to... uh, They were following her since her last trip for Paris Fashion Week the year before. Like, it was really planned out. I loved that they did find them, though, because I remember when it first, when the news first broke, everybody thought that it was a a fake scandal. And even Howard Stern was like, she should be arrested if if she really did this. Um, And it really, and then you come to find that, like, it was true. And they actually had people that had this whole plan and she had to go back to Paris and testify and do all of that stuff. And we're all in the dark. And like you said, Zach, three months later, the show comes out and they show exactly what happened. They show the timeline. They show her on the private plane addressing the Howard Stern thing saying, he said I should go to jail. Like, why would I make this up? Like, you're right. They really just take the show and use it for the most perfect opportunity. They are good marketers and they know how to tell their story in a way that's going to get people to buy into whatever it is that they're selling. Let's talk about the fights because the fights are the best. The ones that come to mind are even some of the most recent ones that have become iconic in history. Like, you know, Courtney wanting to leave at four. All these new fights have just happened in the last couple of years. That was so... I mean, the the two recent ones that are my favorite are the one you mentioned that if you had a fucking business and then I, I think that was the same fight where she was like, she's literally the least interesting to look at. And that became like so popular. She's the least exciting to look at. And was, then obviously the second fight that you're going to say is the big fight in the bedroom where they scratched and slapped the shit out of each other, Get foundation each all other. over the walls. Hey, separate. No, no, no. You don't stop. Never. I stop it. Take your nails in me. That was great. All the KKW, like, body foundation was just smeared all over the walls. It was great because it, like, escalated from, like, zero to 100 where even Chloe and Kendall were like, what the fuck just happened? So good. Chloe was like, what? Oh, my God. You, you, oh, my God. And, and then Kim. Like, down. And Courtney's like, back away from me. And she's like, you're going to hit me now, too. Courtney got a couple good hits in. And then you could tell Kim was like, this is not the way it's going to end. I'm no. going to get a couple hits in. And it's true sibling fashion. It's in true sibling fashion. I know. I have a sibling. And Kim went in there and slapped the shit out of Courtney as well. They both slapped the shit out of each other. It was so great. It was because it was like that classic, like the first, like the Bentley fight, you know, 
don't be fucking rude. It was that moment where like they just forget their surroundings and they're just like, we're going to go so hard into this because it's like an in the moment heated, like built up sibling tension thing. And they just went hard and like, didn't even give a fuck that they're like 40 year old women with kids on a reality show. They're just like, fuck this. This is my, they were like 12 year old sisters again. What do you think about the journey of Kris Jenner and some of your favorite moments of her? Mine has to start with, Kim, stop taking pictures. Your sister is going to jail. Classic. Classic. I mean, Kris Jenner's had so many really solid moments. I mean, her rapping in the living room, (laughs) like she just knows how to deliver those moments. Or when she gets drunk with Chloe and then they like TP Kim's house. Oh my God, Kris Jenner. I noticed we didn't really talk about Kendall that much, but she has to be the most boring Kardashian. She's the least interesting to look at. She is. I know she's a skinny model and it works for her, but she's not shaped like the other one. She hasn't had all the fat transfer because she's like, I'm a model. I can't have any fat transfer. But also, she's very Jessica Biel, plain Jane, just vanilla ice cream, plain bagel. But like, they really have to give us a nice conclusion to their stories. And I think... I wouldn't even be shocked if by the end of it, we have a divorce from Kanye. Um, I feel like she's been dropping little nuggets over the past few months from when he started doing his presidential campaigning that she's been laying down some of that groundwork and foundation. And we're probably going to see a little bit this season um, before we ultimately see it all come full circle at the, um, at the start of next year. I think what she's doing is great. The prison reform thing is fantastic. I think it sheds a whole new image on her. She has a podcast about it coming out on Spotify. She inked a deal with them. Like it's, is happening. Really interesting. Yeah, but it's going to be focused on prison reform. I know, but Kim is so boring. Listening to her talk for an hour, I don't know if I could do that. What She, she can't host the show on her own. She has to have a co-host, an anchor that'll carry that show for her. She's just She has to just be the name. She has to have Chloe in there so they can go and ask deaf people for directions. Do you know if there's a coffee shop around here? You don't know? Oh, you're deaf. Okay, thank you. Love you. That was hilarious. It's just like, you de- she's deaf, you bitch. We just want to say thank you to the Kardashians. They have been terrible, but they have kept us entertained. That's for sure. Closing thoughts on keeping up with the Kardashians. I think it's the right time to end the show. It's the right time to end the era. You're right. They've been terrible, but it's a terrible that's so captivating. It's like a perfect storm that we just love to watch and we love to be caught in the middle of and we love to bitch about at the same time. Keeping up with the Kardashians will air early next year in 2021. Make sure to log into... Everyone is terrible. So you can hear about who's most terrible and be careful because you might end up on the list because at the end of the day, everyone is terrible. Zach Peters, thank you so much for coming on. You're one of my favorites. Where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Um, well, I have two podcasts. One of them is called Hashtag No Fields with Zach Peter, which uh, breaks down everything happening in the reality TV world. We bring on um, housewives and reality stars that I interview on Wednesdays. And we do uh, news recaps on Mondays, which you did with me just a couple of weeks ago, which was a lot of fun. So if you're into reality TV and pop culture, if you like Leon's show, you'll also probably enjoy my show. And then my other podcast is called Hashtag Adulting. And that's more of like a lifestyle podcast where we teach you like how to have better sex and how to hack your hangover. So that's always a good time. Yes, yes, yes. Follow me at Just Plain Zach. Uh, Follow us on the socials, download the podcast, support us. There's room for everyone. And remember, this is free content that we're giving you guys. We have not 
jumped on the Patreon train. So we'd appreciate it if you give a bitch a dollar or two. You know, this we do this for you. We do this for the fans and because we love this. Yeah, no Patreon, no OnlyFans. I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. This has been Everyone is Terrible. We'll see you next time, terrible people. Bye.